First of all, dude, how you doing? Are you doing good? Oh, dude, I'm great, man. I'm talking with Matthew Mayer, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, you're too kind. You're always too kind. Who is John Burke? That is the topic of episode one of two of my intimate journey with Grammy-nominated artist John Burke here on the Going Solo podcast. Welcome. My name is Matthew Mayer, your humble host. It was uh, about three years ago. I was going to my P.O. box here in sunny Omaha, Nebraska. Coming home, I opened up one of the album submissions for my website, solopiano.com, and out fell a note of one of the packages. This note was from a guy named John Burke. And reading through it, I started laughing, and I immediately got this impression that this was somebody full of life and energy, and it started this three-year process of getting to know John and his music, and he was kind enough to take me along his journey of him being nominated for a Grammy Award on his latest album, Origin, in the New Age category. And so in this episode, part one, I talked to him three weeks before he journeys down to Los Angeles to walk the red carpet on music's biggest night. In episode two, my wife Kathy and I sit down with John and his girlfriend Sarah for breakfast the morning of the actual Grammy Awards in downtown Los Angeles. This is what it feels like to not only get a Grammy nomination, but to anticipate perhaps winning the greatest musical award in the world. Anyway, so with so many crazy things going on with you right now, I'm just appreciative you've taken some time to to uh, do some of this. So I appreciate you, man. I'm doing. I'm sitting here in my office. You know, cats are just grooving around. I'm sipping on some <laughs> wine. It's uh, <laughs> caught me at a good time, buddy. What uh, what are are you doing? A white or red wine tonight is the question. Doing some red wine, oh, my man. Yeah, God dang it, that sounds really good. How's it now? Is it, now <laughs> one of your cats? Is it is it Dabby? Dobby. Dobby from Harry Potter. I loved your cat video where was it Dobby reaching for your used apple oh yeah that was Ziggy that was the other one (laughs) (laughs) that's the monster don't you touch that That and he just like paused he goes you know what I'm gonna let him I'm gonna let dad get mad for a little bit and then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna touch it you know that's god that cat he's wonderful but he's a monster so if I could start this off who is John Burke Oh my! Okay, huh? Well, I mean, are we not getting right to deep part of this conversation? I love Just it. Right. <laughs> I love it. Well, John Burke. I will say that John Burke is a real character who's um, extremely enthusiastic, extremely energetic, and passionate about music. Passionate about being, admittedly, the center of attention passionate about, you know, bring pulling the most energy out of life that you can. And that's, that's kind of, go ahead. No, I'm sorry to interrupt. That was very interesting. I've never heard anyone say that before, but I do think all musicians somewhat feel that. Tell me about admittingly, that's a big word for me, wanting to be the center of attention or however you worded that. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, and and I want to sound, you know, you want to sound humble as you can, 
uh, whenever I say whenever I say that, sure. you know. But ever since I was a kid, I don't know. I just always found myself. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed communication. Let's start with the general, oh, uh, you know, standpoint. That I enjoyed communication. I loved meeting other people. I loved talking with them, and I also loved, you know, this, this, this performance. I really liked uh, making people laugh. I loved um, acting. I uh, I obsessed over actors in, in movies and said, I, I want to do that one day. And, you know, and I liked attention because not only was it, oh, I mean, everyone, I think, likes attention to some degree. Absolutely. But I felt that, yeah, absolutely, you know, and especially artists. Um, but I, there was something about it I really liked where I felt like when I got the attention, I did well with it. So it's almost like finding a skill and saying, okay, well, I, I, I enjoy being, you know, a performer and having people look at you. And I feel like I operate well with that. And that's just kind of something I carried with me my whole life. And that's not to say I was a good performer. I mean, I've, I'm, <laughs> I don't think I'm a great performer. I think, you know, I, I, when I play piano, I feel comfortable. But when I have to talk in front of people, I am like a bumbling mess. I'm awkward. And I usually say things that I regret later. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I enjoy that still. I enjoy being that in that center, you know. I love it. I, you know, there's several things I admire about you, John. I've had the privilege to perform with you last year. But one of the things, like meeting you face to face, and we've, you know, we've emailed over the years and we've been in communication, you are one of the most real. You give off a confidence of who you are. You've always stayed true to you and your brand. Did you ever find that difficult? Well, you know, um, and I appreciate your words, Matthew. I really do. Um, I guess there are times, sure, uh, especially when I was first kind of starting out, you know, um, it's finding your brand. And this is for anyone, artist or not. You know, this is finding your brand. And, um, you know, it, it, being true to yourself is difficult, uh, especially in the beginning when I was trying to, you know, make a footprint in the, in the piano industry and in the sure. solo piano industry specifically, you know, you, you don't really know how to present yourself. You see all of these other artists and how they present themselves. And maybe you see a few similarities here and there, but it's finding your brand, but also having the courage to just implement that. Mm. And what I noticed was really easy for me is whenever I would, uh, I mean, there's so much online presence you can have, but whenever I would do like a live performance or I'd even play a wedding or play in a, uh, a venue, I was doing what I was, you know, uh, like I said before, what I've been doing since I was a little kid, I was talking with people. I was communicating with them. Mm. I enjoy communication, like face-to-face communication. Um, and I, I mean, social media is amazing, but if I could talk to all these people, that'd be great. And, um, <laughs> my girlfriend uh, is definitely, can definitely agree with that. She knows that I, <laughs> I love to talk, you know, and everyone knows that I love to talk. And, um, I think that once I started to do that more and have that personal connection with people, um, I really became more confident and comfortable in myself. And I started finding out really who I am. Cause you know, you, you, that's how you find out who you are is from other people sometimes. Is, right. You know, you, you, dis- I discover that I'm, I'm very, uh, um, like happy all the time. And a lot of people think I'm like way too much and super <laughs> like energetic and jazzed up all the time, but you know, I just can't help it, you know? And, uh, that's, that's kind of one thing I want to use not only as my, myself as a human, but as an artist as well. In three weeks, you're on a plane to Los Angeles. 
And oh my god. You <laughs> you you are nominated in the new age category. Your your latest album, dude, is nominated for a Grammy. Just what's what is going through your mind right now? Oh my god. Um <laughs> well obviously, like any other I think nominee, I would be like I have these fantasies of like, all right, uh now here's a fantasy where if, if they say my name, I'm gonna run up there and do a cartwheel <laughs> and then if there's this thing, you know, so so obviously yeah, that's going through your head. You know, the, the the complete excitement of it. Um but also it's um it comes in waves really, man. It's this, um, the gratitude I think is probably the most fulfilling part. It's this gratitude that, you know, through all the marketing I did, people enjoyed my music and they put in their, their votes and, you know, enough to get me this nomination. I I feel completely just, just overwhelmed with being, uh, with gratitude and I'm thankful. Um, you know, and it's unbel- it's kind of hard to believe too because I'm I'm just doing this all by my by myself, and well, you can attest to that. I mean, being completely indie, you know. Right. Um. So to have that, you know, reward, have that recognized, um, it's amazing. I still sometimes sometimes I just sit back and I just can't believe it. Well, and to your point, what's so amazing? You do not have a manager. You do not have an agent. Uh, when we performed together, I, I'm in the same boat as you. When we performed together, you know, we didn't have our backstage people and people giving us water bottles, and it was, it was, <laughs> uh, you, we, and yeah. for ourselves, right? Man. Yeah, I, you know, hearing you talk about communication, you're talking about so much more than just. It's so much more than just playing piano. It is. It really is. Um, and you know, that's what I kind of grew up thinking that, you know, the Grammys are, you know, you, if you make the best album in the world, like, Oh, you're going to get a Grammy, you know? And, um, like the magical gods of the Grammys would just, you know, Hey, here you go. Um, <laughs> but it, the Grammys me, uh, take so much more than just talent. Um, mm. and so that's, and that's just in learning that I have so much more respect for these artists out there, especially like, you know, other smaller artists like us, Right. Um, who don't have a manager, team, whatever, you know. Um, I have so much respect for them because it, it, it's this huge challenge of, like, marketing and promoting and connecting with people. I mean, and, but in a way, that's why I like the Grammys, because they encourage connecting with other members of that Grammy community. You don't just make an album, throw it out there, and hope it sticks. Right. You know, it, it takes a lot of work of really getting to know a lot of people. And, you know, you and I, we've, we've met so many amazing people right. in, in the community. Uh, and that, takes, that, that really takes a lot of work. Sometimes it feels like it takes a lot more work than the actual product. Right. You know? <laughs> um, but, hey, it's, it's, it's rewarding. It's very fulfilling. So what would you say, John, of before the nominations came out, I believe, what was the date? December 7th? December 8th? I, I think it was, I think it was 6th. 6th. December 6th. It's like, just... it's like 8.45 in the morning or something. What's the before and after you know, of hearing that announcement? You know, um, that's a really good question. And before, so I'll say the before, um, you know, working full time. Uh, pianist in Atlanta, and every day, you know, uh, you work harder at at getting your name out there, right? Right. 
And it's little steps or big steps. You know, sometimes you'll say, all right, I'm going to put a good amount of money into this marketing strategy, or I am going to hook up with this person and try and connect to this person. So you, you do little steps along the way to try and get your name out there. You know, and for me, I was really focusing a lot on on getting my name around Atlanta and booking more gigs and even like spreading out a little bit and trying to get more shows and everything. So I really haven't done that many shows outside of Atlanta. Um, so every day was like that, just little tiny steps and they were all working, you know, and then this Grammy thing came along and I thought, okay, well, I'm going to put a lot of effort into seeing if I can make a dent anywhere, you know, um, I'll give it a shot. So, you know, I, I put on this huge campaign, um, with the Grammys and, um, put in origin and, uh, really tried my hardest, you know? Um, and I just said, okay, well, there we go. I'll, that was a big step. I'll give that a shot. And then I just went back to the day to day, just working to get my name out there. And then once the nomination came through, that was for, it was kind of this, like, Oh my God, like that was a, a product of your hard of my hard work, but mm. now shoved into this huge scale that I never thought I would have, wow. you know, at least not now when I'm 28, you know, like I, I didn't, didn't expect that. And so now whenever I'm, I'm, I'm working, not only am I keeping up my day to day gigs and everything, but when I make these steps that I was making before I'm shooting for higher ground, you know what I mean? It's yeah. because and it's not to say that before I didn't really believe in myself and I didn't believe that I could get to higher ground. I just knew that it was going to take some time. But then this was just a kick in the pants just to <laughs> say, oh, my goodness, now I'm going to really I, – now I can – I believe that I can shoot for higher ground now. So it's it's kind of a – I don't know, consider it someone threw me a ladder um, to a higher floor. You know, So that's, that's the way I kind of really feel. Um, and that's, that's the after phase. I also see online there are just so many more interviews coming your way. There's so many more people reaching out to you. What goes through your head when you think, "Wow!" Before I went from you know doing doing these gigs to holy cow, it has got attention. It's 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 reached the ears of the masses. What's going through your mind as those next steps and as people are now taking interest in your music, in your style, in your brand? Yeah, well, it feels cool. I'll, I'll say it feels cool. <laughs> it's you know, <laughs> as an artist, you like it when someone says, "Hey, man, I want to know more about you." You know, <laughs> and me being me being the attention, you know, uh, attention loving guy, you know, oh, well, of course, absolutely. Well, I guess I have a few minutes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, well, it's it's really it's really kind of like a it's like a dream come true, you know, as as. Uh, cliche is that that saying may be it really is because you work so hard every day yeah. every day to get this recognition and you have these little fantasies of like oh i'm gonna have a i'm gonna have an interview like i i dreamt of the day i had an interview with lois Reitzis at wabe here in atlanta yeah. um because i'd listen to her every day and it's, it's an npr station and then sure enough when i got the nomination within days i had an interview with her and it was just <laughs> this little dream that came true man um it was so cool it was it was so cool. And sometimes like I get teary eyed just thinking like, God, I put in this work and, and now it's, it's happening. You know, you definitely, so it's, it's been, well, thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. It's, it's been overwhelmingly positive. And at the same time though, I will admit it's been scary. It's been mm. very scary because, um, you know, you're shoved into this, uh, this sort of limelight 
And you have to be, I I, I always want to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. I'm saying the right things. Mm. I'm staying true to myself, like we said before. Um, And you're not, you know, uh, taking bad chances anywhere. You know, if you're going to be doing something that's going to risk your name or risk your reputation in the public eye, you Mm. know, it, it comes with a little bit of stress. Um, but at the end of the day, the best thing to do is continue to do what I've been doing. And that's just be myself and, um, you know, talk to whoever's interested in talk, talking with me. That's fairly interesting when you, when you say that about, you know, what your brand has been up to this point and you feel like there's a stress on wanting to stay true to your brand, to who you are. And at the same time, you mentioned not wanting to make any missteps. Does that start to bring in unseen pressures where in the past you'd say, Hey, I can just post this on Twitter or Facebook. Who cares? But now it's like, you've got more eyes on you. Do you say, do you, do you check twice before? Oh, maybe I need to do this or that. Or how much, you know, of, how much of a friction is that? Yeah. Oh man. And you, you are reading my mind. It's absolutely. That's something that as I've gotten higher in notoriety, um, particularly with the nomination. Yeah. You, you, you walk a little, a little slower, you know, like say if I'm going to post something or say something, you never really know. And that's not to say that there are just people waiting out there to like attack you or something, you know, I'm not a politician, you know? (laughs) So, um, yeah. And and I I I promise you, we won't get into any politics today. I promise you that. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so there's not that pressure there, but at the same time, you know, you're, you have people, the fans who love you, right. who love you, not just for your music, but who love you for your personality, you know? So that being said, so in, I, I should still be true to myself. Right. Right. Um, but at the same time, I want to, I want to be known, uh, myself as someone who is just likable, you know, not everyone's right. going to like me and I'm sure right. there are many that don't, but, um, so my best ability is to be myself, but also be you know, polite likable, um, and just, uh, not necessarily say the right things, but avoid trying try to avoid to say the wrong things, you know? So it's, it's interesting. And, and what's, what's been great about my career is that it's, I've been preparing my musical career for this moment where I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a higher limelight and I've been, I've prepared like, you know, Facebook post and what to say, what not to say. I've definitely made mistakes in the past and you learn from those. So by the time stuff like this happens, the nomination, you're good to go. Knowing that you are up for nomination. I mean, you're up against not, I don't like to say the word against because I, I know all, all these artists are so worthy, but a fellow nominee is Enya. I mean, that's a big, Oh thing. yeah. <laughs> A, oh my gosh, I know. Name. When I saw that, and, and, it's um, a huge name, and she had a very successful release of yeah. her album, Dark Sky Island. Um, honestly, dude, we're like, since we're alphabetical order, when I saw my name, it was right next to Enya, and I went, <laughs> oh my God, I'm right next to Enya. Like, that just felt so that's cool, good. you know? And then I, oh, that's awesome. I, was, I was expecting her to be, like, in her castle, like, on her, like, nice right. fancy laptop, sure. looking at it and go, oh, who's this John Burke guy? <laughs> he seems pretty cool. You know, like, <laughs> oh, I, I wanted her to say that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Has the Grammys, or winning a Grammy, has that always been, like, a dream of yours, or is this a byproduct of one of, one of the byproducts of your hard work? You know, um, I'm going to say that, you know, in terms of like a dream, 
a dream. This was like the extremely far out dream. Mm -hmm. Like this was the, Oh my God, could you imagine? But it'll never happen dream. Uh. So that's why it's so amazing to me. Um, because God, like, I mean, when I started out in, uh, in piano, I remember years ago, whenever I was in college, I got an award at college for best instrumentalist of the year. And, um, and I was so excited. And I also was up for another award. It was like best musician or singer or something like that. And I was sitting with my piano professor in the crowd and they, they said the name of the award and it and I didn't get it. And I went, Oh darn, you know, I was hoping to get that. And then my piano professor, he said to me, he goes like, don't worry, John, just wait, wait until your Grammy, you know? <laughs> and, and that just kind of, it, yeah. And that kind of, his name was Brent and, um, that kind of stuck. Wow. Um, and it's not like I dwelled on it forever, but it just kind of stuck. It was always in like the very back of my head. So watching the Grammys over the years and seeing all the artists go through, I thought, you know, that's really cool, but man, I would, I'm never going to get that, you know, but that's okay. I, I, it's a dream one day and maybe it'll happen, but for now I'm just going to keep doing what I do. So to have this nomination, like echoes of, of what my piano professor said years ago are just like swarming back, like, Oh, for your Grammy, you know? And so it's just, it's, it's kind of coming back. And so it's amazing. It's this really cool little part of my, my history way back years ago, um, coming back like this, you know, now onto even more important things. What are you, or should I say, who are you going to be wearing at the Grammys? Oh goodness. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's all right. My girlfriend and I, we went out shopping this last weekend. All right. All right. And uh, Sarah, Sarah got her beautiful dresses. She looks amazing. Perfect. And I went and got uh, a nice suit, a very nice suit. Oh, man. Um, in terms of who I'm wearing, like that, that <laughs> just, question, I, you know, that I question always, always scares me. I just always wanted to be able to say that. And now I can say that to you. So you got, you've got the wardrobe set. You're three weeks away. What are some other last minute? You mentioned you're doing all these things, right? Like tonight you were, you're at choir and you're busy with church. You're busy right now. You are busy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, it's funny how um, once once uh, January hit, I just booked a bunch of these gigs and started just getting back into what I do day to day, and wow. started to forget about you know L.A. and the trip and everything because I was just getting back into work, and and I liked that. You know, um, yeah. the, all of December I was just it was just nothing but Grammy, 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 and 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 it was great. I'm glad I did. I was able to focus on getting interviews and getting some good press and staying positive. Um, you know, but now that January's come around, it's almost like, you know, I had, I feel like I had a really long three day weekend and I'm back in on work on, on Monday. I'm like, all right, well back to work. Um, but it's cool because every time, you know, I do a gig or like I play a wedding or something, it's, I mean, I'll admit it's kind of cool. The, when the, the bride and groom or the people that are hosting a party, they, they, they find out, they, they see my website or wherever and they hire me, they go, oh, gosh, we have a Grammy nominee at the party. Oh, you know? <laughs> so that's kind of cool, man. Um, that's awesome. So that's, that's, it's delightful and that's, that's never going to go away. But yeah, just getting right back into work with choir and um, some weddings and I'm composing music for um, three shows here in Atlanta, the wow. theater. Um, and those, those are going on this year. So I've, I've booked those three and that's, that's really exciting. 
So, um, you know, the theater scene's kind of popping up in my life now. Again, you've done so much of this on your own with hard work. What would be your message right now to all the artists out there, all the independent artists out there that say, geez, this could never happen to me, or I could never win a Grammy, or just what would you say to them at this point? You know, um, as much as, as I'd like to say, you know, don't give up because that's so cliche and, and unoriginal. Um, you know, the best thing to really say, and this is, I want to be as original as I can, but I don't know if I can, because it simply comes down to, it's totally possible. Mm. It is totally possible. And this is something that, you know, I hear a lot. And if you watch the Grammys and you look at Mike Posner, who got nominated for best song of the year, you know, a year ago, he was living in a van and Sam. Samuel Smith or Sam Smith, when he won a couple of years ago, like he won like four Grammys and a year before that he was like sitting on the streets doing music. Unbelievable. You know, it's unbelievable, you know, and even the Dell, she at one point was just where you are. You know, mm. I'm, 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 uh, I live in Atlanta. I, I have an apartment with my, my keyboard right here. I love it. And I remember three, three and a half years ago, I was working at a job and I had, uh, had a cheap little keyboard at the house and I was right there and now I'm here, you know? So, um, it, it, it's totally possible. You, you have to really believe in yourself mm. and say that, with hard work and not just hard work, but the right kind of hard work, you know, mm. there, there, and, and, and you find this out through, through mistakes and through errors and through losing lots of money in the wrong things, honestly, you know, <laughs> and that just, that just happens, you know, uh, everyone goes through that. It's, you have to think of yourself really as a business, you know, right. your business, you're starting out, you have no money, you know, you need to invest in the right things. You're going to make some bad investments along the way. But ultimately, if you see your if you see your life in the big picture, it's going to be that that line that's like going up on a graph, right? Mm. There, if you zoom in, there are going to be little dips here and right. there, maybe even big dips. But if you zoom out and see that thing that's growing, that's all you really need. If you have forward movement and you know that it's totally possible, that's all you need. I love how you talked about that that trend line, right? Like there's going to be the ups and downs and the peaks and valleys. You also get the criticism that comes along with it. You know, speaking of like the criticism and the and you know, you got the haters and right. you know, it really it's that that fulfillment, that satisfaction. You let it sink in, right? Let that right. Well, sure let that feeling sink in, you know? But then turn that energy into positive energy saying, um, you know what, like whenever I got this I got some random message or something, you know, saying you don't deserve to win. You don't deserve this nomination. You know, really? just out of the blue, um, just, yeah, just out of the blue. And, um, and it really hurt, you know, yeah. it completely ruined my, my whole week. Oh, sure. But I channeled, I channeled that, you know, and I thought, you know what I'm just going to go do now is I am going to just go have an amazing weekend. Yeah. I'm going to take what this guy said. I'm going to take that comment and I'm just going to go have like the best weekend of my life. If right. I win, good God, I will like whiz my pants on stage. <laughs> but you know, if not like, you know, I've already, I've already beaten him, you know, like right. I've, I've already beaten that hater, man. I got this, I got the nomination and right. I'm, I'm loved by so many different people. So it's channeling that energy 
and making it positive. And ever since then, any criticism that's come by has gotten easier and easier and easier, you know, and it's satisfying. I told somebody once, you know, when you're starting to make forward movement, when you do get those reviews or you do get some of those comments, right? I mean, people get, people are, get awfully brave behind a keyboard when they don't know you and, and they do say hurtful things. And I've received, um, comments and reviews on some things and, and, and in a way it's, it's, it's kind of weird because it, it hurts in a way, but in the other spectrum, it's like, this person is a total stranger, doesn't know who I am and how cool is it that, that my music got to them, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> Dude, that's so true. They you know, listen. <laughs> I mean, they listen to it and Hey, everyone's got their opinion and that's, that's wonderful. And I welcome anyone else to uh, create their own music and share it and put your, put your heart and soul out there for people. Right. Um, which right. you do, which you do. And I go back to, I go back to our performance that we had and I just, John, I so enjoyed it. I so respect um, who you are. I mean, your music speaks for itself, and I, I, I feel like I could do a whole season, like a whole just interview season with you on so many topics, including the entrepreneurial side of this, including your approach to music itself, um, and your creative approach to that, and your talent. Um, can't thank you enough for your time right now, because... Having gone, <coughs> excuse me. Having gone through the first round, I know how little sleep, how crazy, crazy busy. Oh it man! Is. Oh so, God, I'm so glad it's over. Honestly, oh, <laughs> just, geez, like, dude. Part of me, part of me wants to win so I could never do it again. I, like, oh, <laughs> don't, I don't. Oh my I was, God! I was actually relieved that I didn't have to do a round two in a way because I'm like, oh, I'm bummed, but oh my gosh, I. I I don't know if I could go through that one more round. Like, right? Like, honestly, there were some days when I got the nomination. I said, "God, I don't know if I wanted this, man. This sucks. <laughs> it's just so much work." Oh man, no, I totally hear you. I totally hear you, man. I got oh. that picture you sent me with those M M&M and M bags and everything. It's, just, <laughs> it's yeah, like, oh man, it must be Grammy voting season. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of work, but hey, but hey, man, you did it. You yeah. you did it, man. Sure. You put yourself through that hell, yeah. and you did it. Exactly. You know, I think that's so cool, to, and, and I can relate with that. Definitely appreciate you being on this podcast. I appreciate you, man. This has been so much fun. Thanks a lot, buddy. Really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. I'm going to see you in L.A., baby. It's going right. to be great. Thank you for listening to part one of two of this podcast. Make sure to stay tuned for our second interview with John and his girlfriend, Sarah, downtown Los Angeles during breakfast, just hours before they walked the red carpet. You will not want to miss that episode so tell your friends tell your family tell your dog tell your cat tell your turtle to tune into the going solo podcast here i am your host matthew mayor thanks so much for joining us we appreciate your support you can also read more about our stories at goingsolo.me or solopiano.com that's goingsolo.me or solopiano.com and i'd love to hear from you thanks so much